This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 133. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about that quest to find our thing, our sound, that which sets us apart. And it can be broken down or it could be sort of related to a few different things. But before I get started, as always, I want to thank all the companies that support me and that I proudly endorse. Vader Drumsticks, Evans Drumheads, Zildjian Cymbals, Gibraltar Hardware, LP Percussion, Simpad Accessories, Nirvana Handpans, and of course, my dear friends from Ultimate Ears In-Ear Monitors. Ever since I can remember, and I'm sure you have had this happen to you as well, but ever since I can remember, I've heard people talk about legendary musicians and how unmistakable their sound is or how you can always tell who they are by the way they play. And they could be singers, they could be guitar players, bass players, keyboard players, violinists, drummers, whatever. And that was something, and it still is something, that I feel very magical and very cool and very interesting. And part of me feels like it's sort of the muso in me, the nerdy musician, so to speak. I feel like that's something that I would love to achieve. Sort of from an ego perspective, I would love if I was a fly on the wall and people were talking about me. It would be really cool to hear them say, well, Demian has such a unique sound. This is so him. This is his signature thing. And that has always been in the back of my mind. And I almost felt like it was a responsibility for me to find that. I don't know if you've gone through something like that, but it felt like a lot of it had to do with the sound authenticity in a way like who I am you know if I'm genuinely creative if what I found is truly mine or if I took it from somebody else you know and and it's sort of an endless thing for me or till recently that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast because after many many years I have found through different situations that um, I am finally at a place where I feel like I have something that's unique or something that I haven't seen anybody do and it's not like before that I wasn't relevant or I didn't, you know, have a signature or anything like that. But this is so obvious and because it's related to gear and to using something specifically that it allows me to feel like I have accomplished that in a much more objective manner and not a opinion-based type of conclusion that I reach. So as far as the the finding our thing or finding your thing or what sets you apart. I think I can sort of split into three. Our sound or your sound, our setup or the instrument we use, and our look because that is obviously a part of it as well. So again, we all want to have that incredibly ability um, that not only by respecting, respecting the music that we're playing or being a professional, and you know playing what the song needs and so on and so forth um to have that distinct fingerprint or signature sound it's something that is really really cool and that's one way for us to be identified so to speak so the sound the way we play what we play musical choices and that is you know a 
sort of byproduct of practicing, of experimenting a million different things, or it could be basically your natural ability, this sort of talent that you were born with. And that's a whole rabbit hole that we can get into. But to give you a quick example, when I used to teach at a music school, I had a student, Chloe Rector, whom I love very much, that hit the snare drum unlike anybody else I have ever heard in my entire life. And there I was, you know, 30-something or late 20s, practicing, you know, eight hours a day, touring, doing gigs, having endorsements and stuff like that. And my snare drum doesn't sound like hers. It didn't sound like hers. It would never sound like sound like how Chloe plays it. The way she hits the drum is unique. It's incredible. And I don't know how to explain it. So it doesn't have a lot to do with practicing because I sure as hell practice much more than she did. I went to school for it and she did it and she sounds better than I do. It's amazing. So, you know, sometimes it's some a natural ability that we're born with. Sometimes it's something that you hone in and you practice and you develop a sound and you tweak it. Maybe like, like guitar players, the tone going through the amp settings and, or pedals and finding the combination of pedals or, you know, with other instruments, um, the vibrato, the, you know, your legato sound and all these other things you're picking, so on and so forth. There are many things that can make you stand out when it comes to your sound and what you're producing from the instrument itself. One thing or the next sort of level that um, this could be applied to has to do with our setup and the actual instrument that we choose. So not only the sound, but the actual instrument. And I mean the look of it. So as drummers, you know, we're always sort of bombarded with so many videos and very um, unique drummers that use, you know, a bunch of snare drums or a cymbal that's super high up um, or no hi-hats or a bunch of things that, you know, we try and we experiment. And a lot of times I didn't know if I was experimenting for the sake of being more musical and what the song or the project needed or if I was just on my own by myself uh, setting up a bunch of things to try to have fun and be more creative and change my relationship to the instrument, or if I was just literally just forcing it to try to be different for the sake of being different and not looking like anybody else. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But to me, it always felt a little disingenuous. And for years and years and years, I had the most blah, standard, regular-looking setup uh, for my drum kit, it was very, very plain in in the amount of drums I used, in the amount of cymbals I used, the location of those instruments. It was like almost like a backline, you know, bar drum set that's just set up for anybody to come in and make some minor adjustments. But it was a pretty standard set. And there's not again, there's nothing wrong with that. But I always, almost kind of wanted to have something cool and something different that just made me more excited to play the instrument. And thanks to my current musical project playing w with Nick Jonas, in which not only am I allowed to, but he encourages me to not use any electronics. Um, and by that, for my non-drummer friends, I mean no SPDS pads and no you know, triggers, anything like that. Um, I have been forced in a good way, or I was encouraged to find different ways to get those sounds. And I got really, really excited and experimenting and I have the joy and true privilege to count with the help and the ingenuity of um, LP Latin percussion the 
best percussion brand out there. And they have anything and everything you can imagine when it comes to percussion. But they recently had a line called the Raw line, LP Raw, that had a lot to do with sort of street drumming, street performers, um, sort of stomp, blue man group type of a situation. And they have a few products that I used and I tried, and they have become a signature um, in my playing, in how I approach Nick's music, and I, how I approach a lot of music that I've been playing on my own and I've been you know, working on um, with other people. And it's absolutely incredible to feel finally once and for all that I have something that looks cool, that is unique, that nobody has. Like for example, I'm using a side snare type of situation called a trash snare that looks like, like a trash can. And yes, there's people that use it, but I use two of them, one upside down, one regular. Um, there's things that, that I use on my other drums and other snare drums that they're not meant for a regular drum. They're meant for something else like a dampener. And I use it, so it's kind of cool, you know. We did some shows, some um, jingle ball festivals, and there were, you know, five, six, seven drum sets set up in the back, and you could see this common denominator between, or among, I should say, all the other drum sets, and mine kind of stood out, and it's cool. And I know it sounds like kind of silly or shallow, but there was something that reminded me of being a kid, wanting to have something different, something cool, something unique, where somebody saw it, and they were like, yep, that's Demian's setup. I thought that was really, really cool because that's kind of I grew up watching drummers like that that I thought was really, really neat and really interesting. So you've heard me speak about the sound itself, the setup or the instrument that we choose to do, maybe the color of the instrument, how it stands out. And that brings me to the look, our look. And um, it could be a normal, regular-looking drum set, but it has a different color that stands out or their acrylic drums something that i'm using a lot of right now vistalites or you know you have a pink bright pink guitar or whatever it is i think it's really cool to try to stand out um as a concept but what i've always found it hard how i've said it a few times is like knowing when how thin that line is of, of you know when am i doing it for being creative and being you know um forcing the issue in terms of, of like I have to be creative I have to be unique I need to set myself apart you know and you need the color of your guitar to do so that might be something to think about and there's nothing wrong with that and then there's the other side of you know what does the project need what, what does the music um, warrant you know and that was the answer for me which ironically I spent all these years you know, with my relationship to the instrument and trying to force my way into other projects or, or how do I fit this or that or the other, this look or this sound or this instrument into this project when it was the opposite. I had to let the project dictate what I did and how I set up and what I used to set up. And it's it feels like a huge relief and I feel a huge sense of accomplishment, but I couldn't have done it without these instruments that were created by this phenomenal company um, that allowed me to achieve that. So I was, I was thankful to have the money to purchase them. And moreover, I was thankful that they existed in the first place. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast.